All right. Well, welcome back, everyone, to our second campaign. I am your DM, uh, Mike. Um, I have a little bit of a cold this week, so I apologize if uh, my voice is a little off. But we are going to jump right into it. Um, Our team has just seen the fall of Velaki. has come to the city it's all burning to the ground sounds of screams fade in and out you just watched Strahd walk away from you and there was nothing you could do Gaius is holding his chest grasping for air coming out of a near-death experience a strong glare of the nearby flames makes you hold up your hand in front of your face and after a moment when your eyes focus you realize you've lost your thumb There's blood dripping from your hand and your face. Del is silent with an incapacitated Fiona in his arms. Aspion, your best friend was just taken from you when you were helpless. In fact, that might be the wrong word. Ajira was given to Strahd by Del, who apprehended him. More importantly, Irina, a woman you swore to protect, was taken from you and she went willingly. She was smitten at the very sight of Strahd. Aspion, you are confused why Dell would tell Strahd about their relationship and why he would leak that knowledge. Zav, you stand over the man you love. He's gone, his body burnt on one side, and a tiny blue gem pulsates in your fist. Just a week ago, he was alive and well. You only had a small fight. How did everything go so wrong to lead to this point? Strahd, Irina, Ajira, and the army of the undead walked out of sight. Rahadan looks back for just a moment and sends a message to Zav. Only three words. I am sorry. Sagoon has stopped to look back as well and makes eye contact for just a brief moment with an emotionally confused Del. And Rahadan places his hand on her broad shoulder and the two of them follow through the thick orange smoke. Gaius stumbles to his feet and conducts himself. And Del sees Zav, a friend, <clears throat> a friend in arms, and tears over Jeremy. Del walks over and gently picks up Jeremy, cradling him. Zav, you have the other side assisting. Aspion, you see your companions scooping up bodies, dealing with new injuries, and starting to head north towards the uh, exit. But your gaze is still fixated on the smoke that Ajira and Irina just walked into. That's when you see two little girls walking out of the smoke. One is Tabitha, the little girl that you placed at the church, and the other is Arabelle, the little girl you rescued from the Abolith in Lake Zarovich. One is injured, and Tabitha falls at your feet. Arabelle cries. She apologizes for how this happened. Snapping back to reality, you pick Tabitha up, and you follow your teammates. Arabelle watches as you walk out of town, 
and you walk towards that opening uh, in the wall that you buried Father Lucian's body. On your walk out of town, you see multiple buildings on fire, blood and limbs covering the streets, the Vistani looking around inside the walls that they were never allowed inside of. No one is around for you to help. They're either dead or they fled. Men, women, children, young, old, none were spared. You reach the exit and you walk up a grassy hill near a fresh grave near Father Lucian. The air is much cleaner up here and a strong rain hits the town starting to quell the fire within Velaki. You remember the words of Madame Eva. In four days, something awful will happen in Velaki. Del sets down Jeremy. Guys props himself up on a nearby tree near Fiona and asks Beyond, you confirm that Tabitha is breathing and likely only needs rest. As you gain your, as you gain your bearings, the innkeeper, a familiar face, is there with a the small boy. It's Erwin. He turns to you and says, Did you do all this? No. No. Strahd did this. He hasn't been to our town in so long. What would make him come now if not you? A woman. It's not that woman's fault. She did everything she could to escape him. Till the end. You did nothing to stop this. We failed to stop it. We did everything we could. We did not do nothing. That's certainly right. Why didn't you help the church? What do you mean? You knew Father Lucian died. Why didn't you investigate? His body was in my back room. You knew something was wrong, and you just let it play out. We had one day. We tried. I mean, look at us. We're not exactly detectives. He puts a hand on the shoulder of the boy next to him, um, whispers something, and he goes, my family's gone. My wife, my son, he's, he's downtrodden. He doesn't know how to feel. I, uh, I walk over and, and put a hand on his shoulder. I can sympathize. I, I too have lost someone very close. So it's raining, and Erwin was, was doing his best to keep it together. He was doing his best not to cry, and as soon as you do that, Zav, even though it's raining, you can tell his body starts to kind of convulge, and tears start coming out. What was initially just, uh, just a, a single tear at a time uh, turns into a, a much heavier uh, cry, a near sob from Zav as he reaches out to, to put an arm around the innkeeper. Aspion turns away from the group so they don't see his quiet sobs. Dylan just turns away. Ice is looking up at the sky. <laughs> I have a, I have an almost dead person expression on my face. Like you might need to like roll a pers investigation check or something to tell if I'm still alive. 
Um, um, with that, Erwin's going to um, have uh, the, the, the little boy uh, walk over and uh, help the little girl, Tabitha, um, up. Uh, he's going to kind of take her by the hand and they're going to walk uh, towards the trees. Not too far, you know, maybe 20 feet away from you guys. Um, Erwin says, if you want, I'll take Fiona. He wipes his eyes and he says, I'll go to Barovia. Yes. Thank you. He says, don't thank me. Allow me to go with you. I have nothing that ties me to these people anymore. I let me be of use. He goes, son, you are of use somewhere, but you are not of use to me. Danger follows you where you go. I want you all to stay the hell away from me. And he goes over and he gets Fiona on a small, uh, just like a little like rickshaw, uh, tilts it up, puts his hands on it, uh, and starts to walk away in the rain. Uh, As he's walking away, uh, guys is going to shout out something to him. Erwin. Like, Erwin. He turns back for just a moment, not even setting down the cart, just turns his head. Where the wine is made. What direction is it? West. He picks up his cart and he continues east, making that kind of known that he's not going that direction. The four of them walk out of sight. You're here, just the four of you. Jeremy's body. I go and kneel next to to Jeremy's body and uh, start to to dig a a grave to put him in. Wordlessly not addressing the the other three. Yeah, um, you would have kind of a, a crew tool, not even really a digging tool. Maybe you have like a stick or something like that and you just kind of start attempting to dig a hole in the rain. I mean, it's coming down pretty good at this point in the rain um, as there's a city ablaze kind of in the background of you. Um, I'm going to be honest uh, to the other three. This is a pretty pitiful look right now. Husband is the same. Uh, when Aspion comes over, I, I quickly shoot up and look at Aspion. No, not you. You don't deserve this. I ignore him and just help. I am going to um, use prestidigitation to create a bit of uh, essentially a kind of warm feeling around uh, Aspion for just a split second as a, a like you, you best back off kind of feel. Not you. Zev, he was attacking 
us. What did you want me to do? He was on the ground, defenseless. You, you didn't have to. There were bigger issues at hand. Adele doesn't look up, doesn't react to this. He lets it go on between the two of them and just continues to dig. Once we we get a couple feet down, I stop and I, I just wordlessly go pick up Jeremy and, and lay him gently down in the fairly shallow grave and start covering his feet. Uh, as I, I get further up the, the leg, I, I bury up to his chest and I place my hand on, on his, his chest. It's not moving. The area directly below me shouldn't be shouldn't be wet. I I'm blocking out the rain well enough that it, it should start to be drying, but it it looks as if it's raining. Um, as I continue to sob, I take the last little bit of dirt and gently cover his his face as I go back to kneeling. Zab, just before you do, I want to remind you that you do have that blue gem. Um, that you were told uh, allows you to speak with him one last time if you so choose. You're also welcome to hold on to that. Just want to make you aware. Uh, I'm going to hold on to it. Okay. Um, um, there is two fresh graves now, one right next to another. Uh, fresh mounds of dirt, one with Father Lucian, and now one with Jeremy. I'm sorry. I stand up. I don't acknowledge that Gaius said anything. I just kind of stand there expressionless, looking straight ahead as if nothing else is here. The three of you see Zav. He's already asked to leave the group with Irwin. How do you all approach him? Aspion, you know he's not having it with you right now. Zev, if you want to leave, just leave. I, I did not know Jeremy any better than any common man, really. I, I do not know this man, his intentions. So you just execute I react you don't to the know? situation at hand. If you had been acting the same way, I would have done the exact same thing. He was on the ground defenseless. He was a shell. No one is ever really defenseless. If it was you, I would have waited. Good to know that you won't spare me the same. If the risk was Jeremy could have risked the rest of the group. Yes, I don't regret that decision. If I thought you were making the same Actions that would put Dell and Gaius in danger, I'd make the exact same decision. You see Zav start to, to shake uh, a bit, um, kind of racked with grief. He, he looks down at the grave, just stares. Guys, what are you doing while all this is happening? Sort of watching in silence. I'm, I'm now on my feet and I'm holding myself up with my bow as like a walking stick, sort of, by leaning on it. Zav, 
<laughs> when I fought Jeremy, I thought that he was going to hurt the rest of the group. I saw him attack Dell, and I thought we were already being outnumbered, and I thought it was the right thing to do. I see now that it might have been able to be avoided, and I'm sorry. Thank you. Don't expect you to forgive me for this, but place is taken a lot from all of us. Dev just slowly nods. I'm going to look up at Dell. I'm going to look back at the town, I guess. You didn't see my other finger when we when you dragged me away, did you? No. Damn. Oh, I guess we all lit on fire. I wasn't really awake for that part, but it's sort of burned shut now. Yeah, we failed. He toyed with us, and he beat us, and we failed. We told the farmer that we did what we could. I believe that, but this is our fault, our weakness, our failure. The light wouldn't save us. I don't know what will. So when Dell says that, you hear laughter, and you look back to the tree line, and you see a man sitting in like a wooden lawn chair. And it's the man from the inn. He has his glasses on and a cane propped up next to him. And he says, hello, Min. I imagine we realize that this is going to be a little bit harder than you thought. Tell me, what is your next step in the game? He is not meeting your, your depressed attitudes at this time. He is, he is plucky <laughs> more than anything else. What game could you be referring to? In what way is this a game? <laughs> Tell me, in what way is it not? Strahd clearly sees this as a game. At what point are you all going to get on his level? Or will you continue to just do what you are? If you know something, say it. Oh, I know much. Tell me what you would like to hear. How to stop him. How to beat that Strahd, how to defeat the lord of the land. He is ancient. He is land. You've heard it as much as I have. Yes. So when you know, you tell me, and I'll do my best. He says, however, I do know, you have met up with the honorable, yet elusive, Madame Eva. Tell me, what did she tell you? Many things. He gives a devilish smile and he says, did she tell your prophecy by chance? Zav finally looks up. Out with it. If, if you have something to say to us, please say it or let me be in peace. Zav, you've lost someone close to you. I understand the feeling we all have. Everyone here, in fact. I am sorry this has happened to you. It wasn't supposed to be this way. Was it not? Or was this all a part of the game? All a part of the scheme in some way? 
You must ask yourself this. That said, tell me about these prophecies that Eva told you. You guys don't have to necessarily remember the prophecies if you just want to tell me that uh, he's told you. Yeah, I'm, I'm there. I would say that okay. uh, I'm just going to repeat what was said, but I don't, uh, me as the player yeah. doesn't really remember it. No, that's that's totally good. Um, I will do a quick recap of some of the things that Eva has told you, right? Uh, the first card tells of history. Knowledge of the ancient will help you understand your enemy. Uh, that was the to- uh, the uh, the Tomastrad, uh, the book that you all kind of lived. The second card told of a powerful force of good and protection, a symbol of great hope. The third, a card of power and strength that tells of a weapon of vengeance, a sword of pure sunlight. The fourth, this card sheds light on the one who will help you greatly in the battle against the darkness. And as soon as you mention that card, this man says, aha, re-bolstering the numbers. You must find the Mad Mage, I presume. Mad Mage? Who... Who is the Mad Mage? Well, no one really knows. Then how are we to find him? (laughs) How are you not? Uh, He kind of gestures towards the mountain. Uh, There's a giant mountain behind him. Uh, You you see, uh, you know, Lake Zarovich, and then you see this mountain. Uh, and, And when he does, he says, follow the lightning. No one else will. And you see at the, the peak of this mountain, uh, a, a giant storm brewing. How far is the, the mountain from where we are? Uh, I mean, it would probably be a day's hike to get up there. And this mad mage, he, he can help right some of these wrongs? No. Zav looks confused. He can help us kill Strahd? No. But he might have some answers for you. Who are you? I introduced myself earlier as Rictavo. My name is Van Richten. Do we recognize that name? Nope. <laughs> and who is Van Richten? Van Richten is me. No shit, Sherlock. How do you know these things? And why can we trust you? I've been in this land a long time, and I've had the privilege of speaking to Madame Eva prior. I would not call us friends by any stretch of the term, but she has come and she has seen me before. I am a logical thinker. You are not. None of you are. He kind of looks at the group in dismay. He says, you don't know you're playing a game, and you don't know who you're playing a game against. He is smarter than you, as he is smarter than I. He's already planned the next three steps. Will you plan yours? At that point, he starts to fold up this chair. It folds up into almost like a briefcase, and uh, he uh, takes it. Uh, Wearing his suit, he looks back and he says, If you find the mage... Find me in my tower. I'm sure we will have much to discuss. If we don't find the mage, we will come find you also. Okay, but do bring something to eat. Silver arrows. Where can I get silver arrows? Well, I imagine you need to find some silver and make yourself an arrow. 
Does anyone here have silver? Do you know where I would go for such a thing? Son, no one has seen silver arrows in this land for 300 years. Your oh, guess shit. is as good as mine. Not what I wanted to hear. Okay. As, uh, as Fenrickton is packing up the chair and getting ready to leave, Zav is looking down at the grave again, and he takes off a silver ring. And he places it on the, uh, the shallow grave right where Jeremy's hand is buried. And Zav starts to walk away. Uh, Van Richten um, says to you, he says, sometimes clearing your head is the best thing that one can do. Give yourself time, Zav. Your path will be in front of you and it will be clear. Until then, I'm sure this will hurt just a little. And he starts to walk away uh, into the trees, into the, uh, the woods uh, that you guys have seen are you know, covered in wolves and just chaos in general, especially at night. And he just casually walks into it. Zav, it's at that time that you're a little confused as to what he means by, you know, you know, following your path and, and trying to find your own way, uh, that you have this incredibly intense pain on your back, on your lower back. Like it's a scorching, like someone's searing something, branding you. You're on your knees and it's, it's just a second, it, it, you know, a total of two seconds of pain. And you take a deep breath. You touch your back gently, and it's it's still a little painful, but you're able to stand, and you're confused. You all see this, Zav in pain. Um, Zav, that is unless you're trying to hide it, in which case you can roll a deception check. Um, no, I, I think it took me off guard. And Okay. Yeah, I'm not, yeah. I'm not hitting it. Guys, you've seen this before. I'm going to pull up my shirt and like see if I can look around and see something on it. Yeah, guys, uh, there was a raised area um, where your brand was. There was a raised area. And, and so you, you finger over that. You, 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 you're like, what's going on? And, and it's smooth. It's smooth. It's not raised anymore. You don't have a mirror. You can't necessarily see your back. But it is smooth. I'm gonna run over to Zav and help him up. Ugh. I accept the help and and kind of stand up. Still very out of like very confused, very tenderly touching my my back. Looks like you got the brand. The the brand. <sighs> I don't know what it is. You see a bit of, of fear um, kind of creep into Zav's eyes. Now that you see it, it's, it's almost a, a recognizable thing that you can see in, in Zav. Um, it's, a, it's a look you've seen a number of times, but it's always been accompanied by a smile or uh, just softened features of the face that, that kind of have a warm, inviting uh, look. But Without that, it's a pure look of fear, desolation, and despair on on Zav's Zav's face. I, I just want this to be over. I don't think it's gonna kill you. 
It didn't kill me. I don't think it hurts you. Did Strahd do this? He, he did. said you were the last chosen one, or however he put it, and now that I'm his pet, his favorite. Is this his work? Yeah. The person who had it before me was my friend Rackus. You didn't join our group until he had died. He says it's some weird way of keeping score. Because he's a lunatic and he wants some grand finale from us. And I think I've spoken to him in my dream. This kept his Dell's attention. What? I'm going to look over at Dell. Like, I didn't know what to make of it at first. I thought I was speaking to Rackus in a dream of mine. I thought it was a dream. Or maybe he had found me. You spoke to Scott? I don't know. I don't know if... I, I didn't know that's what was happening at the time. Why, did, why didn't you tell us? I'm just figuring it out now. Before I had a dream and... I spoke to Rackus after I was given that brand. His favorite, his pet. <sighs> I didn't choose any of the spell. When we were at the castle, Strahd told me that he was keeping score in some way and he burned me in that way. After that, I got that mark and he told me that he wants someone to replace him as the king of this place. And this is how he decides that. Bill turns to Zav. And but still talking to Gaius. And now Zav has this mark. He does. I didn't tell you because I thought if you had known that it would just expose you to all of this and maybe put you in more danger. Well, look where we are. Gonna give like a sort of like a faint, like forced smile. Yeah, I didn't do it to do a good job. But I haven't betrayed this group. I haven't. I'm not in any sort of league with Strahd. You failed this group. You failed us, and what happened is your fault. And Del walks away. Over his shoulder, he yells, I'm going to the mountain. Zav, do not come near me. Zav, you've just been chosen. Um, you've been branded. You've been beaten. Everything you know has just been ripped away from you everything you've known temporarily doesn't want anything to do with you for flavor's sake I'll say you've had your wings out this whole time tell me what you do you see the wings furl in but not fully disappear Zav looks up at Del walking into the horizon and 
closes his eyes and starts to walk the other way. Uh, I'm going to run in the direction that Dell went and try to catch up with him and talk to him. Aspion? I'm going to begrudgingly follow Zav. Okay. But from a distance. All right. So we've got two different groups. I'm actually going to start with uh, Zav and Aspion. Um, Zav, you're trying to get the hell away from all of these people. Dell, who you thought you had a relationship with, just told or just told you he doesn't want anything to do with you. Guys, who you've never really built a relationship with, was the only one that was nice to you in the last few minutes as something horrible just happened. And Aspion was the reason for that in your eyes. Um, and he's following you. Uh, how far away are you following, Aspion? Um, not close enough to make you feel like I'm like uneasy. There's no... are, are you close enough that I would like notice that you were back there? Like, are you trying to keep a distance, or are you? I'm like, keeping at least... distance, but I'm not hiding from you. Okay. Uh, I think in my current state, I don't notice at first. I, I'm fighting, trying to figure out my way forward through tears and and rain. Um, I, I've gone into a, a full sob and are almost stumbling forward just because I, I don't have the will to, to press on. Um, everything is has been kind of taken away and I make it uh, I make it a couple hundred feet from where the, the party broke up and I kind of collapse just unable to, to take it. Aspion, you see Zav collapse in the mud. He's lost everything. You have a similar feeling. I approach slowly. You know, Zav, I am sorry. I did what I thought was right, but it doesn't mean I enjoyed doing it. That I'm happy that it came out that way. Zav kind of looks up and doesn't say anything, but at least acknowledges that you're approaching. You know, I say I, say I was doing it for for Gaius and for Dell. I was terrified. I was not sure if we were going to make it out of there. Any of us. And I'm sorry that fear resulted in Jeremy's passing. Dav kind of nods as he looks back down. And I'm sorry that the Jeremy you knew was taken from you based on your... I don't want to say reverence towards him. That seems unearned or, like, mocking. The way you seem to feel about him, he must have been a very intriguing man. He was someone I loved. We... We weren't supposed to be here. This was a mistake. Yeah, there have been a lot of mistakes. Do you think we have a chance of getting out of here? 
Honestly, I'm not optimistic. But we gotta try, right? Dev kind of wordlessly nods and looks back down. And he pushes himself up off his knuckles onto his into a kind of squat. Wipes the the tears away. Stand back, stands back up. If we don't try, this would have all been for nothing. Yeah. Jeremy is owed that much. I agree. Do you want to reconvene with the others? Or do you want to take a minute? I, you want some space? Whatever you want, Dev. Dev kind of waits a second, takes a deep breath. I feel like our only way out is is by taking out Strahd. He controls everything, just like that Ben Richton said. He He's the land and all that cultist nonsense. If we take him out, we might have a shot. Zavid, is, that, is it uh, at this time that you share some of the information you know from Rahadin? Uh, no. Okay. I kind of look towards Aspion, look back towards the way that, that Del and Gaius had already left and are well off into the distance, can't, can't even see them anymore at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I take a step in that direction. All right. So with that, we I will take a beat and then follow. Cool. With that, we'll cut back over to uh, uh, Dell and Gaius. Um, you guys have headed in the direction of the mountain. The other two headed the opposite direction. Um, tell me what's going on. I'm shouting at Dell, getting him to trying to get him to stop and listen to me. Dell, Dell, Dell continues to walk. Run up next to him. Dell. I didn't choose any of this. None of us did. I didn't give Strahd any information. Anything more than I guess where we were, which was a big deal, but I didn't do it on purpose. Like I was speaking to Rackus in one of my dreams and I didn't realize it until later because it was a dream and I wasn't thinking clearly that Rackus asked a question that he already knew the answer to, that the real Rackus would have already known the answer to. None of it occurred to me till today that that it wasn't him. And why did he enter your dream? Because he was my brother. Strive. Because of that mark on my back, I assume. There are two forces in this world. There is good and there is evil. And if you are not one, then you are the other. I tried to protect us from evil. You aided evil. You see that city burning? You lit that fire. I didn't do any of this on purpose, Bill. Your intent does not matter to me. Oh, Zav is burned with the same mark that I had. Another force for Strahd likes 
don't like you or like Irina. I am not an ally of Strahd. Do you swear it? Yes, I swear it. He'll cast Zone of Truth and says to Gaius, do not resist. I'm going to step right into it. What do you want to ask me? Have you served Strahd? No. And if I did, it wasn't intentionally or I didn't realize I was doing it at the time. I've never agreed to serve Strahd. May have done things that aided him tangentially, like him taking the form of someone I knew in one of my dreams. I did not plan that. I did not want that. Everything that I did was to protect this group. I got that mark on my back, and everything that I did since then was to protect this group from Strahd and from the influence that he might have had on us. Why I didn't tell any of you. Swear now. And I will swear too. That we will not leave this land until we die. Or Strahd does. Swear truthfully. I swear it. I swear it, Dell. I'm going to hold up my hand that doesn't have a thumb on it. So, Dell cuts himself. And I'm assuming Gaius is probably still bleeding. Actually, probably Dell's still probably fucking bleeding. But uh, everybody's yeah. bleeding. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, and grabs, grabs Gaius' arm. You are the one person I trust in this land. Thank you. And that means a lot, but I don't think we can discount the other members of our group. Zav, if we tell him... Strahd can enter his dreams as he entered yours. But we can warn him against it. I mean, I don't think it, I don't think it helps him know where you are, and I know for a fact it's not a scrying spell. We can't. We know nothing. You're right. Be wrong to leave him to die here. There's only one right in this land. And that is to kill Strahd. Madam Eva spoke to me. When I was unconscious. She didn't say much. But she told me that time wasn't over for me. And I saw Jaxie and I saw saw Rackus. I actually saw them. We didn't say much to each other, but Rackus's last words to me were kill him. We will. There were others there, Dell. Hundreds, thousands. When people die, souls don't leave this place. They're all trapped there. Until we finish him, they're all trapped here. I know that Rictavio or Rictavo or... Van Richten. Hamtaro, whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> Ricky Tikitavo. Ricky Tikitavo uh, just told us to go to the mountain 
I don't think that's where we fare the strongest chance. Where do you suggest? West of here. Wherever the wine is made. The winemakers have lived in seclusion this whole time, away from the rest of Barovia. Nothing has come to kill them. They must have some type of power, something that helps them. More likely to be servants of Strahd than anything. They might be. hear a familiar laughter. Oh, who is this time? (laughs) He goes, bold-headed as ever, Del and Gaius. And it is Van Richten. He is sitting again in his chair. Did you set that up while we were standing here? He says, I always have my chair. (laughs) (laughs) He says, I don't walk so good anymore. And he stands up and grabs his cane. (laughs) (laughs) He says, yes, you could go over and you could see the wineries. They are beautiful. But if you ask yourself, why have they not been attacked? Ask me, have you seen Strahd without wine at all? He enjoys it just as much as everyone else here. It is one of the few delicacies we actually get here in Barovia. He wouldn't jeopardize that. He'd had no reason to. And all the more reason that they might not have anything to worry about, that he might not be worried about them turning on him. All the more reason to believe that they are his servants. Yes, well, it is clear there is only two of you here. Um, You clearly need to bolster your numbers. Again, I suggest talking to the Mad Mage. But until then, you'll have to take my new friend. And we have a new character uh, walk in. Uh, He is dressed... All in black. And you see a horde of undead beside him. Oh, shit. And that is where we will end the session tonight. <laughs>